When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No. Oh, 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 you damn right. Hope everybody's having a good Tuesday. I was going deaf there for a second. That's always the scary part. Older you get doing this, you start to think it might be you. Might be you freaking out. Uh, hope you're having a good Tuesday. 620 on the calendar and 125 degrees outside is what it feels like. Hope you're staying cool out there. Got some NBA to get into. Draft coming up on Thursday. We will hit another mountain today. We're going up the Gator Mountain in football since they are going to be headed to DKR in 2024. Got a lot of other stuff too. It's Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings and he is far younger than I am and I'm sure his hearing is fine. He is is Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? My hearing might be I due to all this darn rap music I've listened to over the years. Very loud speakers. So that might come back to haunt me. But either way, happy Tuesday, everybody. Chad, my bad on your mic not being on. I'm usually used to Cam Parker having it all mm. set up for me when Jeff Howe's here. Jeff Howe is not here. He sits in your chair. So there's another step I have to take this week that I normally don't have to. Zay, you know what the problem is? It's that bass. That bass, that thumping bass, that low-end bass that really gets after your eardrums. That's the problem. Oh, man. I got to listen to my DJ screw at a very loud volume. Now that, a must. now that you mention the loud music on that side of music, I don't know that I've rem- I don't I haven't heard many stories of ear damage in the hip hop world. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Like Snoop or Ice Cube or Queen Latifah or somebody that's been doing it a long, long time having issues of like partial deafness or tinnitus or anything like that. We've heard a lot of that in the rock world, rock and metal. I haven't heard it a lot in, for those folks. We'll see. I mean, hip hop. It's still really new. Like, I think there's a special about to come out on one of the streaming services about 50 years of hip-hop. Hmm. And it has a whole bunch of legends talking about how hip-hop hip hop influenced them. So I guess a lot of those guys are pretty young. Yeah, relatively new. Relatively. Relatively new, yeah. uh, new art form in music. All right, so lots of stuff on a Tuesday. We hope you're doing well. Again, hope you're staying cool. Everything good at the house? Anything melt over there? Nah, we good. Oh my Stand inside. God, it's hot. Oh, it's stupid. So amazingly hot out there. Right now, all my wife and I are trying to do, it's like we have, I feel like we have babies in like, not the NICU, we won't go that far. I feel like we have like babies though, in these, there are these flowers that I got her for Mother's Day, we're just trying to keep them alive. 
Right. That's the test, the challenge, because yeah. they're going to wilt a little bit in that sun. we got to get them to perk back up, and now we're just battling it out there, watering all the time and trying to get the sprinklers going. That's the So far, they're alive. Knock on wood. Yeah. They're still alive, but, dude, I don't know that they make it to July. Is that a thing? When you get older, you start worrying about plants and gardening and all that, because my wife, she's gotten into plants, and she always shows me pictures of how this one plant in our main living room is now growing because she's taking care of it. And yeah. it's, it's definitely grown. She's done a great job, but I've been with her almost 10 years, and it's probably been about a year and a half since she's really started getting into taking care of plants and flowers and whatnot. Yeah, it can happen. We just passed our, this is year's our 20th anniversary, and this is the first time I remember her being really into it. So this Mother's Day, for some reason, it kind of got in her brain, and there's this, and oh, look at these succulents and what grew out right. of them, and all that. So it's like, really? We'd always joked about both of us that we were a good match because we both had a brown thumb. Any grass we were in charge of turns brown. Like, that's just what it was. So I've never been one that was any kind of expert on all that, so I'm having to learn here and there. So ho- hopefully you're keeping your flowers alive if that's what you're trying to do. Um, keep yourself alive and, and those around you. Yeah. Hopefully you're having a, a decent Tuesday. Yeah, with, with this heat and just the dead period in sports, you start to watch new things. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife, we've gotten into the show Sister Wives. Sister Wives. Oh, okay. it's incredible. It's incredible. Oh, boy, has four wives. He's going from house to house. Life is stressful. Like 17, 18 kids. He's married to four different women. Four different women. And they all live in, and he's got four different houses? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, I'm only on season three. Please don't ruin it for me. Now I'm like season 14 or 15 right now. Like all the kids that were infants before, now they got degrees and stuff. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Somebody's got to change a diaper. Yeah, (laughs) life's definitely changed for him. But yo, this dude, you think it would be player. Mm Mm-mm. It's not. It's not player. It's, it's not. Difficult. It's not. It's not pimping. The dude's life is stressful for him. I, I don't know why he loves it so much. I have always. I've never been a part of either of these worlds, but I've always thought like if you could work out the whole like swinging thing time from time to time, I could see how that would be advantageous. But that version of it, where you have liter, even if everybody knows, where you have multiple, I can't even keep one thing going, and now I can't like. I certainly couldn't do it if it was a secret. But even if it's not, yeah, four different households I got to work. That's four different refrigerators. I just changed the filtered stuff on the refrigerator. That's four of them I got to deal with. I got to deal with four cans of trash to get out to the street. Four sets of dishes. Yo. Four sets of laundry. What? Yo, shout out to Mike Malone. The dude's a greedy bastard. Because <laughs> yeah. in the first season, Chad, he has three wives. And he's like, well, this ain't enough. Oh got to get another God. one. Has to get another one, which this one looks completely different than the other three. The other three are, you know, a little more heavy set. And this one is thin and younger. So she's in her 30s. Again, I'm at season three. So she's in her 30s then. So he's got all sizes covered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the diversity aspect, not much there. They're all very, very Caucasian. But, oh, I see. Okay. Just but Caucasian of different sizes. Different sizes. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. And they're all, they all have their roles, Chad. It's like, it's like a football team. It's like a, any type of protein. They all have their roles. One is in charge of the Bills. One don't really have, can't have as many like kids, wow. kids. So she does a lot of babysitting and she was the first wife. And, you know, she just kind of has that alpha. I'm the first wife role. Just kind of, you know, calls all the shots and makes all the vacations. And then there's 
other ones that just likes taking care of kids and staying home and not working. Wow. It's nuts. That is it's crazy, nuts. man. Oh, I really got to get that off the top shelf. Yeah, Jenny! <laughs> That's my six-foot-three wife. Oh, no. She'll get it. <laughs> if I was in that situation, I'd be wilding because don't let me have an argument with one wife. What? Huh? You know what? F this. I'm going to Stacy's. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Did you, oh, For just, the week. Dude, do you imagine the, just the amount of, like, triangle games you're playing there to play one against the other and you have three other options to do it with? There's too many games going on at the same time. Right? I just couldn't deal with that. That's a, that's a complex zone scheme with man principles that I do not understand. Right, because if one wife's mad at you, why try to work it out when you could just go to the other three? We're like, well, Stacy ain't mad at me. Jenny ain't mad at me. You Might as well co- go chill at the crib for a little bit until this other one cools off. And then, actually, this dude is kind of play. Excuse me. Oh. Cody, he is kind of play because he just says to the other ones when they're having a hard time, the sister wives take care of it. And they let the other wife know who's struggling. Yo, you need to get it together. He's trying. So wow. They'll do his conversations and fix the arguments for him. They all have a committee meeting and yeah. then they fix it. Then they fix it and That's they go incredible. out to eat and stuff. It's amazing. It's there's, a great show. Yeah, there's some. I, I came up during the time when just any old basic reality TV show would do. We ain't there right now. The specialized reality shows are incredible right now. So if you are looking for something to watch on TV, that might be an option. You got some College World Series today if you want to check it out. And it is Elimination Day for everybody. TCU and Oral Roberts will play at 1. We'll keep you updated. Tennessee and LSU will play tonight at 6. And we'll keep you updated there. If you missed last night, Wake Forest beat LSU 3-2. to two. Zay, the only thing more dangerous about Wake Forest when they're blowing your doors off is when they're doing this. They've won two games by one run, comeback fashion in both. That is a well-rounded baseball team. I don't know who beats them. LSU had them. They yeah. were up 2-0 for the longest time. Then they started West Wake Forest put up runs up in the seventh inning. And then play of the game, dude smokes one down the line to third base for LSU. And the third baseman playing hot corner for Wake Forest, that was such a good play. Dude trying to go home from yeah. third, threw him out right there, bang, bang. Then they turned a double play right after that. Yeah. And at LSU, they grounded out into so many double plays last night because they were putting the bat on ball. Like they were, they were making Wake Forest work. They were making their infield work. They were making their outfield work. Wake Forest got uh, and Wake had a couple, yeah, a couple of those, yeah, moments. a couple of those. Yeah. Ball, oh, I can't see that sunlight. The light just got in the way, and LSU took advantage. And then Wake Forest just kind of the magic that they've been showing all season long got them in what the eighth inning and. 3-2, that's all she wrote. You know that moment when the Wake Forest guy was out there in the sun and they showed him with the sunglasses on his hat and he didn't have them on? Mm. That whole moment? Yeah. Every time I see something like that as an Aggie, all I think is, God, I'm glad that's not one of our guys. That's a bad look. Because then it gets worse. Right. If it's one of us, it turns into an Aggie joke like that. Yeah. So, But yeah, you, but you felt for him, and they were explaining it in the booth. There's a difference between at the very beginning you don't need the glasses, then you need the glasses. Yeah. So they were talking about the old flip-downs that they don't wear anymore and all that stuff. <laughs> why so, not? I don't know why they don't wear yeah, them. bring I, them back. Dude, I always loved those. When I was a kid, just to be out in the yard messing around playing baseball, trying to catch pot flies and stuff, 
I remember taking my like my grandparents had those old clip ons. Yeah. And, I, and the ones I had glasses when I was a little kid. So I would clip them on and I'd go out in the yard, I'd throw the ball up in there and flip it down, thinking I was cool learning yeah. how to catch flies. I, I know you're a big major league fan, wild thing. Charlie Sheen with the sunglasses that he had. Like I don't it's not a style thing. They were cool no matter what. I know he didn't have the flip down. That's right, he had the little skulls yeah, on it too. Yeah, but it, you know, whatever works. Yeah. And it could be cool depending on who you are. Absolutely. You gotta own that thing. All right, so we got that going on. We'll keep you up to date on the College World Series. So Wake and Virginia are now your Catbird seat teams, if you will, and Stanford became the second two in barbecue team. Tennessee took oh, them out. Took damn. them out six four. Darn, I know, man. I know that Too hurts. Too bad. I know that wow. hurts you, Zay. Yeah. Two in barbecue, you damn cheaters. <laughs> It's what you deserve. Sprinklers going off and stuff. Does that make you feel better or worse than the, that the team that knocked you out then goes to and barbecues? Oh, so much better. That makes it better? Oh, yes. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, right. I don't want them to win nothing. Okay. Hell no. Gotcha. Absolutely not. All right, so uh, the other story rolling around uh, the last couple of days, we told you about that CP3 possible trade, and now, Zay, we know a little bit more about how CP3 kind of found out about it. Sadly, speaking of modern TV and modern things, it was a modern story for Chris Paul. He was traveling, getting ready for this Good Morning America deal, talking to, um, about the book yesterday with Michael Strahan and the gang, and he claims he found out when his son texted him. Damn, little Chris. So you're telling me that the Phoenix Suns in the exit meetings or whatever couldn't communicate to Chris Paul, hey, man, just so you know, we may be looking at trade options, and we're going to try to find you a team that makes sense. Yeah, you would think he deserves that, being the future Hall of Famer that he is. And, you know, Chris Paul, sometimes he could rub you the wrong way on the court. You know, he could do a lot of bitching and stuff, but everybody bitches. I mean, LeBron James bitches like a baby mama that hasn't got her child support in four months. So it's like everybody bitches. I'm Tim Duncan used to bitch. Everybody does. They all learn from Tim and Kobe. They all learn from Tim. Yeah. I think Tim and Kobe are the kings of the gripe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Not that no one ever did it before they them. Did it, they did it a different way. I, like, I really felt like they established it. Those two just did it. They really locked it yeah, in. You got Manu flopping on the other end and oh Tim bitching. It, used to be, it probably was hell uh, reffing the Spurs. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, Chris Paul, like you would think he deserves that respect, and he didn't get it. Yeah, Obviously, like, oh, boy, could afford. Like, you and I probably don't want to pay the extra uh, little fee you have to pay to be on your phone when you're in the air. Oh, no, no. Chris Paul can afford it. Oh, yes, So he I'm can. pretty sure, like, you could yeah. reach out to him. There's no, oh, he's on the plane. We'll wait till he touches down, and then the story comes out while he's on the plane. No, let him know. He deserves that. I get it with the new owner and stuff. There's a lot of things that he didn't like. I know Chris Paul and Monty Williams were very close. It's going all the way back to his New Orleans days. And Matt, what's his name, owner? Matt Ish. Uh, Ishbia? Ishbia, yeah. yeah. And he did not like Monty Williams. Big reason why he is gone and now in Detroit. So it could be a little bit of saltiness to where Ishbia said, yo, CP3, I, it don't. we don't care. <laughs> we don't care about your feelings. It's just business. And some guys don't want that confrontation. They don't want to tell guys straight up, hey, or not man enough to do it. Hey, man, we're letting you go. They just take it as, hey, this is business. We're letting him go. If we don't have to talk to him, he'll get it. He's been from team to team. He's bounced around the league a little bit. He'll get it. And 
Best of luck to you. Yeah, I would have thought he would deserve maybe a little bit of that respect, but I guess not. So now I want you to explain this part of it to me because one of his quotes, he says, you know, you got to know it's a business. You realize nobody owes you anything. No matter how you are with them or what you do, you realize in the business nobody owes you anything as it should be. But when it comes through and my son texts me, I realize that, you know, Matt and Isaiah, I guess, just wanted to go in a different direction. Now, it's spelled I-S-I-A-H, so I'm assuming he's not talking about you, but is he talking about the Isaiah that you were named after? Yes, he is. How? When did this happen? Yo, Zeke, I know you're a petty guy, but if you're doing this just because you don't want people to talk about CP3 being a better point guard than you of all time, then this is low. (laughs) This is very low. And I mean, it's a business move. Like, I think it's a good move. CP3 is done. He is washed. And he will be, if he stayed, he was. He was the Achilles heel on a big reason why they lost. His just durability mm. not being on the court. Like, you can't rely on him at this age with that many miles and how many injuries that he's had over the course of his career. He cannot be a starting point guard on a team that has championship aspirations. Like, where was he in the Denver series? Hurt. So he's not reliable. He cannot last the full 82. So Isaiah Thomas is probably letting Ishbia know that. And those guys are tight. If you go back and watch the clip when he was holding the ball, Ishbia, and Joker was trying to get it from him, and Joker got fined 25000 which was still bogus, like Ishbia, he was completely in the wrong in that situation. But if you look right beside Ishbia while that whole Joker thing was going on, Zeke is sitting right next to him. See, I never knew that. Oh, it was. I did not realize Isaiah I, was there. I remember noticing it when we were talking about it, but it wasn't like – Zeke kind of was like, yo, what's going on? This shouldn't be happening. But, you know, he wasn't in it enough to be, you know, a part of the situation. And, yeah, man, I I think this is a good business move. Like, to get Bradley Beal, they gave up a lot for him. But, hey, you don't have many years left with Kevin Durant. So you got to go all in. And they still got to – I don't think they're better than the Nuggets, but – they might be the closest thing to him. Here's the other thing I did not realize, that at his introductory presser in February, Ishbia said the team had no plans to hire Thomas but didn't rule out a role for him in the future. So apparently their connection is well known, and he was even asked about it at the press conference. I don't remember that, but then again, we don't really – in February we're not really following like owner press conferences right. in the NBA. But that is an interesting note. So uh, if you're wondering, no, Isaiah Thomas is not officially a part of the Phoenix Suns, but he is close enough to this new owner that he would even reference it at a press conference. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas likes his gig. I mean, he's held basically every job in the NBA going back for his Toronto Raptors days. And he's been an analyst, play-by-play guy, head coach, college, WNBA. Like, he's done it. Yeah. All when it comes to professional basketball. He's so, been everybody but Dick Bavetta. He's never yeah, been a referee. He's never been a ref. That's about it. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, he loves his gig with NBA TV and Turner Sports and TNT in them. So if Ishbia and him have that relationship where Zeke is like, yo, my phone's always on. I like, I'm not going to, I don't want to move to Phoenix. I don't want that type of pressure. But if you have any, if you need any advice, Hit me up. I'll give it to you and keep it real with you. Mm-hmm. And CPD, CP3, he asked people on the inside that obviously he thinks that Zeke had a major part to do with this. And, 
Yeah, it's very interesting. Very interesting story, but I think it's a good move for both sides, CP3 and the Suns. Yeah, and I guess he'll, you know, like he said, he'll deal with it and it's business and all that, but you would have hoped they would be able to maybe let CP3 in on those discussions hey, a little bit. Who knows? They could have talked to CP3 right when the season ended. Yeah. And they probably asked him, "Hey, what are your plans or what are you, what can you see in 2024? What do you see as a basketball player?" you being for this team. Mm -hmm. And if CP3 says the starting point guard of the Phoenix Suns, red flags. Hmm. I'm Ishbia. I'm like, uh, I don't know, bruh, because we could bring in somebody like Bradley Beal and maybe give up some other pieces, and you could come off the bitch. CP3 seems like the guy that would be very hard to swallow the pride and say, I'm a bench six-man type. And just he's been a starter his whole entire life and a big time player going to the Hall of Fame. He's a big time alpha leader. I there's just some guys that cannot accept coming off the bench and having their role changed. And I think CP3 probably thinks on the certain team he could be that same starting point guard guy. CP3, we'll uh, keep our eyes on that story, but apparently he was a little taken aback by the news, uh, so we'll see what happens there. The talks are about Bradley Beal coming to Phoenix. CP3 may be going to Washington, but ultimately they'd love to get a third team in there to get CP3 to a better team. He could also just end up in Washington, and then they buy him out, and he moves, and then kind of figures out uh, what's best for him. Remember, we've also got the NBA draft coming up this week on Thursday. We'll start talking about that. Unfortunately, there is a salation NBA story that if you've been following it, you know what the story is, but how does it actually maybe impact the draft? We'll get into that. Plus, today's mountain, the Florida Gators. Remember, no coaches involved, although in this case, there's a guy who played there that ended up being a coach. Does he still need to get on that Mount Rushmore of Florida football players? We will talk about it next on The Horn. Chad and Zay. Chad and Zay with you on a Tuesday, rolling through June, rolling through all this crazy hot weather. We hope you're uh, cool and safe out there. Bonnie Raitt? Bonnie Raitt. She's awesome. She's so awesome. Yeah, big time. Big time everything. Big time voice. Big time guitar player. If you're going to do a Mount Rushmore of female guitar players, I don't think you can do it without her. Really? I think she's got to be there. Wow. It's not, I mean, there's, it's not an incredibly long list when you're talking about that particular world, but I would assume she'd be on there. Bonnie Raitt getting us started. What's it called? You're going to get what's coming. Going to get what's coming. Bonnie Raitt today. Uh, By the way, Zay was talking about watching the Sister Wives show. Somebody texted, sometimes one wife is too many. Someone also (laughs) texted uh, texted regarding Sister Wives. My wife asked if I would be down with that. I said, one pain in the ass is enough. Uh, and also people texting us about that LSU pitching situation last night. Pulling that pitcher who'd had 10 strikeouts, you load the bases, no outs, and it didn't work. The reliever gives up the runs mm. afterwards. Also an LSU fan saying they did not like the way the umpires were calling the LSU now, pitchers. I, both ways were 
questionable. Yeah. But, you know, can we get the box up? That's all I ask for. Yeah, you're still looking for the, the K zone or whatever. This is getting ridiculous. Yeah. They this need, is the College World Series. Come on now. They may want to think about that. And also, in, in regards to that Wake Forest outfielder with the sunglasses, somebody did send me that famous picture of the guy at the football game with the sunglasses on, and he's putting his hand up, <laughs> and he's got a backwards hat on, and it was at an Aggie game, and it had the – logo on the side and that's what i always think of i'm like yeah. oh don't make it easy for him to tell the aggie joke okay yeah i think that one through buddy that was tough yeah so i felt bad for the wake forest uh left fielder there he was trying to figure out what to do in terms of the uh in terms of the sunshades if you want to jump in on the specs text line 337-3776 including if you want to help us with this florida mount rushmore we uh hit georgia yesterday we did the Aggies and Longhorns once they announced that game was coming back. We just thought with this SEC schedule announcement, we'd hit a little bit of that. We'll bounce back and forth and talk about some NFL teams too. But as far as the Mount Rushmore discussion for the Florida Gators, who will be coming to Austin in 2024, Zay, was there a no doubt about it? Got to be their guy for you with Florida. Yes. Just one? Just one. Uh, was there? Okay. Then my list is all over the place. Who'd you lock, who'd you lock in then? Who are your two? Timothy Tebow. Okay. I mean, come on. The dude might be the greatest college football player of all time. Two national championships. And I know people say Chris Leak was the starter in that 06 one, and he was. But Tim Tebow had a lot of goal line touchdowns in that season. Sophomore year, the Heisman year, which was unbelievable, breaking records, and then winning the national championship his junior year. And coming up short his senior year, but still having a really good season. Tim Tebow, I mean, yeah, not not the best NFL career. Cool. Did win that one playoff game. But, you know, how can you not put him on this list? That That's too easy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went with Tebow as well. Uh, I, I'll be honest. I just went I, I, I went with the rule I've kind of been using. If you do that with Florida and you say Heisman's got to be in, well, you go Tebow, Spurrier, Werfel, and then you only got one spot to fill. That's true. Now, if you're because if you're going to go that and Werfel did win a national title. Um, the question is, is Spurrier enough as a player? Because we've said we're leaving coaches out. So how do you factor Steve Spurrier into the discussion? See, it's always tough for the guys that I've never seen play. Like, I feel I know fake saying that, oh, yeah, greatest of all time when I saw him there, he did this and that. Like, it just doesn't seem authentic. I know people are like, Zay, how can you not put these guys in? But remember, 90s baby, y'all. Like, yeah. I want to – Mine's going to be different from a lot of people's due to who I've seen. That's why I'm going to let you know my list is all over the place. Okay, so we'll start with Tebow. So who, get, who's get, the other one you named? Uh, Danny Werfel. And that year, that was like the 90s. quarterback of the 96 yeah, championship. Yeah, okay. I remember he was, yeah. On, yeah, he was on the cover of NCAA football like 97. I remember, that's, that's the only reason why I remember him, though. One, one of my favorite stats for Danny Werfel is he was 3-0 against Peyton Manning at Tennessee. Wow, that's amazing. Florida fans like to say that one. They like to talk about that one. Uh, but, yes, and he won the national title there. So I went Tebow, Spurrier, Werfel, and I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, so I'm going Emmett Smith in the fourth spot. I don't know if Emmett needs to be on a Mount Rushmore, but I'm just going to lean in to my Cowboy fandom. So in addition to Tebow, who else do you have? Emmett. 
You got Emmett, okay. I had to put Emmett on there. All I right. mean, again, I didn't see much of Emmett, but I saw way more of him than Spurrier and, oh mm-hmm. boy, you just named, just because 90s Cowboys. I mean, how can you not know Emmett Smith? Right. And he was a three-time SEC All-American. He's second in rushing. And, and yeah, I just, I, he's such a legendary person. I had to put him on this list. And this is where it gets fishy, Chad, because now it's like, Mm, again, I want to find people that I saw. Uh-huh. And this dude, when healthy, might have been one of the greatest athletes slash players I've ever seen, Percy Harvin. Oh, I was hoping you were going with Yo, Percy Harvin. Man, Percy Harvin was special. He was a freak dog. You're right. Kick You're returns, right. running the ball. They put him in the backfield behind Tebow when they run those crazy formations where Urban Meyer, he could catch the ball, just – Injuries. Injuries was was his Achilles heel, no pun intended, his whole career. Yeah. And even when he went to the NFL, he just couldn't stay healthy. But when he was on the field, he was dynamic. Like those few years with Minnesota, that just little stint with Seattle, especially in the Super Bowl, like Percy Harvin was one of the greatest athletes, especially on the college level I've ever seen I would feel just wrong not putting them on there I loved what that offense would do to your eyes if you were a defense they'd get you thinking down the middle of the field with Tebow at the tight ends Aaron Hernandez that whole vibe they'd get you thinking nasty SEC football and then Percy Harvin would go on a jet sweep and your whole afternoon would change I love that guy. I'm glad you brought him up. He's definitely a guy I thought of because he is one of the just best all-around skill athletes I have ever seen in my life. Florida's had him. The Werfel team, you had Ike Hilliard. Uh, who's the other guy? Ike Hilliard and um, I'm forgetting the other receiver. Dadgummit. It'll, somebody's going to text it to me. But uh, Anthony, R- Riddell Anthony, incredible athletes rocking that Florida hat, and Percy may have been right there with uh, with all of them. But they have some greats. If you go through the list, just to remind yourself, the Pouncey brothers both played at Florida. Chris Collinsworth, old school, played at Florida. Did he really? Yeah. Wilbur Marshall played at Florida. Uh, Jack Youngblood, one of the toughest SOBs to ever play, played with the broken leg in the playoffs and everything. He was a Florida guy. Carlos Dunlap, Javon Curse. I mean, they had some hound dogs through the years. Just incredible players playing at Florida. Let us know who would be. Brandon Spikes, let us know who would be on your Florida Mount Rushmore. So you got Tebow, Emmitt Smith, Percy Harvin. Who's your last spot? All right. Tie. This is a tie because you got to understand there's the part of me that my mom loves Uh and claims and appreciates, and my wife, and the people that are close to me that say, man, that Isaiah Collier is a good citizen. Oh, here we go. And then there's a side of me that's just trash sometimes. Yes. And just in the darkest place that he could be in, laughs at horror movies, and just ridiculous Richard Pryor comedy that was very offensive in 2023, but I find hilarious. The King of Petty. Yeah, the King of Petty. Uh Uh-huh. On the good side. I got Kyle Pitts. On the bad side, Aaron Hernandez. I knew it was coming. (laughs) I knew it was coming. Look, we're not talking about him being a flat-out murderer. Let's not. We're talking about his college days where he was a good kid, and he put up numbers, and he kind of changed how we looked at tight ends in a way. Multiple people have already texted his name. That's what I'm saying. Some of them. I mean, one of them said, what about Aaron Hernandez? He'd kill to be on the list, but (laughs) – 
I think that the, the, what they're at, they're, I think they're saying that they think he was a good player. As well. Yo, he was a great player. I know. Faz can move. If he wasn't troubled, okay, you know. So I'm gonna go ahead. We'll say Aaron Hernandez, Percy Harvin, Emmett Smith, Tebow, and then if your mom calls, we'll say yeah. it was Kyle. We'll say Pitts. it was Kyle Pitts. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Uh, but here, I'm glad you brought this up because last night my wife at dinner asked me this question. She said, "Hey, I saw a question online today. I want to get your thoughts on it." The question was, "Who's the greatest TV dad, sitcom TV dad of all time?" And I thought for a second, and I'm like, "Well, for me, that's simple." I said, but I'm assuming nowadays people are going to think twice. And she's like, why? I was like, it's Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> to me, that's the answer. He is the greatest sitcom TV dad of all time. Wow. If you're, if you're, if, but then if you want to stop that discussion because of what the actor did in real life, to me, that's a different thing. Yeah. But the run of that show, as popular as it was, the way that show hit and how, the numbers that it did, I don't think that there's any sitcom TV dad that I would put above him. There's a discussion to have, yeah. but as far as the the character, right. the actual character on the screen. It's, it's tough. It's tough to compete with. It's tough to compete Cliff with that Huxtable. guy. Yeah, Dr. Cliff Huxtable. I would say Al Bundy might be in there. So if, <laughs> Right. See, because Al Bundy and Homer Simpson, yeah. that, that, that's all the anti-dads. Right, that's not an yeah. actual, but but it depends on what you mean by good. Yeah. Right, what do you mean by good uh, sitcom TV dad? So Philip Banks, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. But in this case, what you may be saying if you're arguing for Aaron Hernandez is, you know, go back and watch those teams, the two national titles. I don't know if Aaron has both of those rings or just Ooh. one of them. He was certainly a part of that era, and he was a part of what that offense uh, was able to do. Look, I don't. I don't know if it rises quite to Mount Rushmore level, but he was damn good as a player. Look, I whenever we do USC, it would be ridiculous if I didn't have the juice on there. Yeah, that's fair. It'd be nuts. Right. Yep. You got to put so OJ we're, on we're there. talking football. We're just talking football. That's it. You realize with USC, they may all be running backs. <laughs> you realize that, right? You could just stop with. You could just go him, Marcus Allen, Charles White, and Reggie Bush, and stop. No man. I mean, you could just go running backs if you wanted to. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, by the way, our man CB uh, sent us a couple of good texts today. CB says Texas beats Tebow and Florida. Had they played in 08? Zay, do you agree as a Longhorn fan? Mm, oh, man, that would have been tough. I wouldn't have picked against that Tebow team. I wouldn't either. Respectful, been res- tough. Respectfully, CB, I want to see that game every day of the week, and Texas should have been involved in the playoff yeah. discussion. Computers obviously screwed them that year. I would have loved to have seen Colt and that crew against Tebow. I would have leaned Gators, though. Yeah, Cole would have had to be on some VY stuff Ooh. and just take over the game and save us. Yeah, that would have been tough. Be- beating that wave that they had going. Once Tebow, once they screwed up against Old Miss, Tebow gives the speech crying, and then they turn it around that year. They were just tough to deal with. Yeah. Tough to handle. Uh, so we're talking Florida Mount Rushmore today. If you want to jump in on that discussion, we've got the NBA draft coming up on Thursday. I think I'm going to have to just slide this story into the crap bag because it kind of belongs there in a way. Uh, this Zion Williamson craziness might actually involve the draft, but not just a player part of it. The for- former, current, is she in the adult industry now? Uh, she used reti- to be. She's retired, but has an OnlyFans. So she don't. You don't have to be. You know, okay, working on OnlyFans. You could just be on your like Playboy model stuff. Okay, so she's gone from location porn to Zoom porn. We say yeah. that. Uh, yeah, high tech porn. 
She's gone to the high tech world. Sure. Of you know, she's a little more modest. A little more modest. A little, a little, a little more, more modest. Little there more you modest. go. Showing off the modesty. But there is a woman out there trying to make life tough for Zion Williamson. We'll get into the latest on that story and how it could affect the draft. Plus, another story that will not shock you at all if you've been paying attention. This is the Horn. Chad and Zay. Oh, I remember too, Reg. Hope you're having a good Tuesday. Reginald Dwight, I think is the official real name. Elton John? Elton. Little Crocodile Rock? This is a good one. Good yeah. upbeat, Elton John. It's good stuff. Elton John Live, never seen it. It's gotta really? be gotta be great though. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta I'm be. In the piano. Gotta be a good show. I know people that have been to the Elton and Billy Joel shows, and those were great. Uh, I know for for them, Elton John and Bonnie Raitt getting us started today. Hope you're having a good Tuesday. A lot of weird text rolling in. 337-3776. We didn't intend to throw out the discussion of the greatest sitcom TV dads. It just sort of popped out of my head because we were talking about the Florida Mount Rushmore, and so people were sending us everything from Ward Cleaver to Mr. Brady to Carl Winslow oh, and all that. They, they, you know, some folks want to go all the way back. I never watched Leave Damn. it to Beaver. I was never that, that was out of my time time frame. Andy Griffith and some others have been mentioned, but also people uh, talking about the Florida Mount Rushmore. Uh, Texas fan just throwing out Vy would have beaten Tebow. Yeah, I'll take that. That'd have been a great matchup. I'm trying to think of when the problem is you couldn't have. It had to be. It would have been the Chris Lee team. Tim is so he, young at that point. You yeah. never really get it. You couldn't have gotten it in 08 when you needed it. No. Because Vince is gone by then. Either way. Yeah, that would have been a tough one. Yeah, yeah Vince would have to come back for a senior year, and it would have been that, like, Chris League, Tebow come in for the goal line possessions and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'd pick Vince in that team in that case. Yeah, I agree. But I think I'd take Tebow in that group over the over the Colt Longhorn team if, uh, if they were going after it. All right, so uh, lots of different things coming in on the text line. We appreciate it. Some people send it. We uh, For the Florida Mount Rushmore, somebody sent in Joakim Noah. Remember, we're just doing football. <laughs> just football and just players. We're leaving coaches out, although Spurrier did make mine because he was a Heisman Trophy winner as a player, and he was that good in terms of it. Um, also, somebody sent us Willis McGahee. That's Miami and not Florida. Mm. Just doing Florida today. Uh, also, Zay, we have an LSU fan listening that hates Florida so much, they sent the Mount Rushmore of of LSU for when we get around to it and then insulted Florida at the end. I appreciate that. That is the kind of pettiness we're looking for. Yeah, yeah as a petty hater that you know I go by, I appreciate things like that. Thank you. Yeah, so remember to re-rack that, uh, that Mount Rushmore for us when we do get around to the, uh, the LSU Tigers. All right, uh, we've got coming up at 1 o'clock. More on the <clears throat> on the Florida Mount Rushmore, but also some NFL stories. Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, updates on what's going there. Plus, another defensive player that loves his quarterback. Not a cowboy this time, though. We'll go to a different team in the NFC. Right now, though, let's go to the crap bag and we'll dig through this NFL draft story and hit you another or NBA draft story and another one as well. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. All right, brought to you by AV Consultations, 
or go to avconsultations.com. One of the guys, and we've been talking, and if you've been listening to the show specifically, uh, it could be you know Zay with the segment at uh, Where Are We At in 145. You could have heard it there. We've talked about it in other spots on the show as well. This crazy story about Zion Williamson and a woman who has had a relationship with him, maybe is still having a relationship with him, but this is a woman who is uh, a former adult star, now, as Zay points out, has an OnlyFans account and, and all that. But this woman uh, named Mariah Mills, still out there, Zay, in the news. And uh, apparently this was, let's see, the 19th, literally yesterday afternoon, tweeting out, NBA, I have sex tapes of me and Zion Williamson, and he also has them on his trap phone. NBA, Pelicans NBA, trade him now. He doesn't deserve to be in New Orleans. Sex tapes dropping soon. Wow. So we're not just dropping albums anymore. We're dropping sex tapes. She doesn't say when. And to be fair, Zay, she did not threaten anyone there. What? How's this not a threat? She didn't I'm so she didn't put a time stamp on her threat. Yeah. She, she didn't say if you do if you move him, I won't release anything. She's just saying that. You need to trade him now. He doesn't deserve to be in New Orleans. Sex tapes are dropping. Yeah, and that's the most terrifying thing, that you have no idea when she's going to do this. Right. So that happens yesterday afternoon, but in a weird way, this could end up affecting the draft on Thursday. Yeah, because a lot of people in the Pelicans front office do not like the way Zion is handling his business off the court. I mean, he already isn't available much. He doesn't really play in many games out of the four years that they've had him. He's played one season over 60-something games, and he's not available when they make the playoffs, and now he's having all these off-the-court issues. So, yeah, it's definitely concerning, and it might play a part in whether they keep him or not, you know, depending on if they find that right deal, whether it's with the Hornets, or with the Portland Trailblazers. You've been hearing that Damian Lillard, he wants to stay in Portland and he wants to stay because he wants veteran guys around him. They do not, he does not want to look at those, that third pick with Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller there. He'd rather not play with the youth. He'd rather start with somebody that's kind of established and has shown and proven himself in this league and the games that Zion's been available. He's done that. So has he shown you enough on the healthy side to make you believe that he'll be healthy enough? Nope. Okay. Absolutely not. Yeah. Cause he'll be just running down the court and pull a hamstring. I know it's like dog, man. And he's lost weight. Like he looks great right now. He's probably the best weight he's ever been in, but just, it's always been still his size and how high he jumps and him coming down on his legs and stuff and how fast he is. Like, you remember his shoe just completely popping out of his foot yeah. in that Duke-North Carolina game that he missed? Like, it was early in the game, too. Very early. Nike makes good shoes. Like, right. as you know, it's for him to do that is just it shows how freaky he is. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that he has these injuries and – that's why these other teams, they're afraid to make a move with the Pelicans because of those fears. So remember, it's Spurs, Charlotte, Portland, and the Rockets, and then uh, the Pelicans are down at pick number 14. So if this stuff starts to really bother them and they're having those discussions about higher picks and are they trying to move Zion, get just get rid of the trouble, the, the health trouble, but now this kind of trouble. Zay, that there's a woman out there threatening to throw a sex tape out 
with Zion Williamson? Would some Pelicans fans stop coming to games if a sex tape got out with Zion, considering he just announced a baby with a different woman and they did a big gender reveal, which is what caused the former porn star to put the video out? I can't believe I know all these things at the same time. I can't believe it's part of my job to report on this. Oh, she's but, scorned. But it is. Yeah, she's scorned. She's upset. Would they, you know, move him to get rid of the issue? We just got to keep our eyes on this story. I I can't believe we're talking about it either. I know. I know we're in a dead period of time, but it's a story. Like, she's made it a story because so Zion's wild. that big of a player. And, yeah, the Pelicans have decisions to make just because – of his durability, and now they have even more decisions to make because of this off-court nonsense, and it's pretty sad, but also, hey, it's 2023. I guess it's just how it's going to go from now on. But like I said, I told I've been talking about it as long as we've been doing this show, Chad. These fellas out here, they get to the league, and they see all this tang getting thrown at them, and they got all this money, and it's just too easy. And they're not even thinking about the consequences at all. And Zion, just like a lot of these NBA players that have made mistakes, is now going to become an example of what not to do when you get to the league. Nobody does drama like the NBA. Nobody. Years ago, the TNT did the no one does drama like TNT, whatever that ad campaign was. Nobody soap operas in sports like the NBA does. Now, in terms of a certain kind of uh, soap opera, there's nothing that touches international soccer or international Olympic stuff. Real quick update for you. The Olympic organizers' headquarters um, for the Paris Olympics have been searched, are being searched in a probe into suspected corruption. And this is three straight Summer Olympics that have now been investigated for corruption. And also at the same time this week, the Olympic organizers are getting together to praise the Paris organizers for everything they've done well. So maybe they'll have to comment on this too. Oh my God. Back to the story of golf and live and all this kind of stuff. If you're looking for a truly clean, pure, uncorrupted sport, I'm not sure what to tell you to do. Junior high softball? Like, maybe? Maybe. Mm. Little league? Well, no. I mean, what is it? I don't know what it is. I have no clue. No clue. No clue what it is. It, there's just there's corruption everywhere, and if you are a fan of the Olympics, if you sit and watch the Olympics or you sit and watch soccer, those are two areas where you do not get to have a high ground because those may be the most corrupt things they in our sports world. The Olympics has gotten to the point where now it's just like if you just look a little bit below the surface, it is so gross. Right. It's just so gross. Yeah. And you try to justify it as much as possible. Like, I am a good person. Like, even though I'm enjoying this, let me find somebody with just a deep story, you know, somebody that came from poverty, Jimmy Butler type story, homeless their whole career, and and swimming changed their life. And they win gold. And they win gold. And I'm following that person because I love the story. I don't want to hear anything else, just this. 
if I think about the corruption, it drives me crazy. But if I think about that archer whose mom had cancer that is overcoming it to win the gold, I can get myself through the night. That's that's what I've decided to do. So once again, like Nucky Thompson reminded us, you got to figure out how much evil you are comfortable living with. We'll see where that where that Olympic story goes. 2024 is the Paris Olympics, in case you didn't know. Uh, so it'll be next summer. All right, coming up, your 1 o'clock hour, the Florida Mount Rushmore, Tebow Spurrier. Do both of them have to be there? You put Emmett Smith on your Mount Rushmore. Zay put Percy Harvin on his, and I do love that. We'll also talk NFL. Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins. One of them does not understand how things work. And another one, we got to talk about a defensive player talking about his quarterback. Still in the NFC, but not a Cowboy this time. We'll tell you who the latest one is on the horn.